die pod a place where we talk about our favorite bits of entertainment and all things considered while you die i'm caleb slack now i'm jesus sanchez reminding you all we are dying like right now like all like we're slowly dying but you got time like oh yeah dude you got we got probably 60 years that's enough time to nail in and listen to and watch the the couple of recommendations we give here you know <laughs> that that's we could squeeze it in in this audio theater <laughs> uh, the today, theater of the mind today is a very special episode uh maybe just for us and not our listeners specifically but the the way that you and i became really good buddies is through our former band cantina fight i don't know why i said former it's still alive and well we just haven't released a project a in secret. nine years it's a secret <laughs> we're coming back but today is a very very special episode for us we are finally reunited once again in waveform with our good friend Justin Odin. Justin, how are you today? Crusty. I am I am dying right now. I have about <laughs> 60 minutes to live. Um, so we really got to get this show on the road. We boys. got a Jack Bauer 24-hour situation right now. <laughs> I need you to be alive for like 120 minutes so that way we I can like edit it down for dead oh, air and everything oh, like shit. that. <laughs> I'll try. Dude, we're finally on an audio track in some way or form again. How's it feel? Um, it, uh, it feels odd. It doesn't feel like a, uh, apartment in Andrews, Texas, so. Yeah, record, what the hell? Who found that guy anyways? Was it, uh, <laughs> Donnie? Was it a Craigslist set? Yeah, the last, our first, our only recording on SoundCloud still. Oh, it's approaching about 12,000 listens. It's, it's more than 1K. Pretty balling to monetize it. But, yeah, that that guy. Well, I don't even remember his name, but I remember we tried recording again with him, and he was too hungover to record. And that was the end of that. That was the end of Cantina fight. Almost honestly, blame him. And I think, well, I mean, I mean, I have the track on deck. If you guys want to listen to it for a little bit, get everyone into it. Like, yeah, let's let's plug. <laughs> is all is of our Sarah? Failed- wait, hold on. Is Sarah getting <laughs> ice right now? <laughs> <laughs> Can I hear Sarah getting ice from the fridge right now? <laughs> you boys. So. <laughs> that's Justin's ball and chain for everyone that doesn't know. The ball and chain's getting referenced here. The yeah, old dude, bag. I can't, I can't wait to plug your baby registration uh, at the end of the pod, dude. It's going to be great. Do you have my registry? <laughs> no, but section actually send it to us. just helping him. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, yeah, so I, it was... Uh, Justin and I were going through hard times at a young age. I was 19. And the hardest age of all time. Our way of kind of just dealing with our angst was let's start up a little music project and just. Let's ju- cover, yeah, let's cover fucking Two Door Cinema Club. Justin. And oh, God, that was awful. We we did not no. do a good cover of Two Door Cinema Club. <laughs> Justin, you were, you were a harsh critic, man. It was fine. For 19 year old <laughs> us, it was fine, all right? <laughs> Yeah, so let's do a quick little deep dive. Let's 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 take a let's take a group song to talk about real quick. You have uh, twenty sixteen Cantina fights intention. <laughs> <laughs> Only on SoundCloud, and it, there's uh, ignore the four seconds of silence. This audio engineer who got a fucking degree couldn't get that out. It's on Bandcamp. Don't worry, it's is out it really? there too. Yeah, it is. That's actually hey. how we. That's how we made yeah, our I'm money for sure. merch. So I'm we pretty sure it's only on Bandcamp. This. No, it's, no, on, it's SoundCloud. on SoundCloud. Oh, okay, okay. I show every time I hang out with a new girl. Yeah, I used to be in a band. Check this out. <laughs> oh, this sucks. Should we get a quick little? Pre- <laughs> should we get a quick little preview of this song? Oh God, yeah. Go for it. It wasn't my intention. My intention. No, it was what 2015. A, what a good at fuck. You're right. Yeah, let's take a real deep dive on this band Cantina fight. I heard they were real <laughs> jerks. <laughs> I heard they played like three shows and they were supposed to play five. Dude, do you still have the recording of that first show? Wait, wait I, was I it got, three? I thought it was, it was two. I thought we did two shows. It was. We did one at the ground sure. floor. We did 
Okay, yes, it is too. <laughs> wait, and the wait, floor does, the wait one... does that drunk acoustic set in Jane's apartment count? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was an after I guess hour not. <laughs> no, I guess so, but I mean, it was just mainly, I mean, I, I didn't like pull out like an acoustic bass, Justin didn't pull out a bucket or anything. Or did you? I don't remember. We drank No, a lot. we had the, uh, what the hell is that box called? Yeah, the box that you put your legs on for yeah, a couch. Yeah, sit on top of, and then <laughs> the you, shoe box. you slap. <laughs> the snack slap box. The snack box. That's the shoe shine box. That's like the box that the people sit on that they're shining <laughs> your shoes on. No, it and actually had like guitar strings and shit in it to make it sound like a fucking snare drum. Jesus, no, dude, you were drunk. Jesus, were we just hanging out with you, and then we were like, play bass for us? That we were just jamming around, and like I was like, dude, you actually can play bass, because I just played guitar, and I'm like, I never played bass, and I was like, I can't even do this either. <laughs> that's and then me. I remember, <laughs> and we all slowly got mediocre, and that's when we're like, dude, we could play. <laughs> we could really do something with this, man. I really love our first show, because we did the cover of, this one's a cover, it's from Scott Pilgrim, and it was, I'm so sad, so, so, very sad. This one's more of a cover. It's called I'm So Sad, I'm So Very, Very Sad. <laughs> One, two, three. Do you still have the original where, like, we're playing, I, I don't know which one it was, I think it was maybe intent. no, it wasn't Intention, it was another one, but there was a break where we stop. And then I just don't go back in. And I'm like, hell yeah, that was a good song. 20 seconds in, I'm like, oh, fuck. I lead us back in with the bass. I want to say it was plaid. Plaid. Uh, yes, it was plaid. And <laughs> I, you can hear on the, the video of that, you can hear me start laughing in the background. Because we're both just sitting there staring at you, Jesus, going... When the I fuck is he gonna play? And you're like, I yeah, the, man, that was good. That was I great. I had the proudest <laughs> smile. You could thank Chewy for sabotaging that for me. I was like, all right, Rockstar, are you ready to smoke weed before this? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, sure, cool. <laughs> and then, oh, man, then everyone's like, all right, lesson learned, buddy. Don't let Chong get you high. I'm like, all right. Well, I, I think it was like a crash, and then it was just supposed to be dun 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 And like, we were all just waiting for that, and it was just a second of us looking like, like giving like stage presence, the and then awesome? all, and then Jesus and Justin, I just look at Jesus like, uh, <laughs> hey. dude, you know what rule? Everyone thought that was intentional. I asked a million, every all four, four or five people that went to go see us, and they're like, dude, I didn't know that was that happened. I was like, hell yeah, dude, because we have stage presence, we could improvise, we have confidence. Okay, but if we ever make a revival as a band, I think we should keep that. And, like, that's where, like, we all shotgun a beer, and then you go in with, like, the doo-doo, that'd be, doo-doo. That'd be pretty funny. We should act like I don't know what I'm doing, and then I just go off stage, and, like, everyone, like, no, doesn't react. I just pull out three beers, and we just stone cold Steve Austin them. Start smacking them together, getting the crowd all fucking wet. Everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? This is an open mic. Nice. <laughs> nice, dude. I'm, I wish, dude. I wish I had a can right now. But, uh, yeah, and then we all had a, pl- like, for our listeners out there, we had a plan to move out to Dallas, and all of us were just a hot mess. Uh, I was with my parents. Jesus didn't have money. Justin fell in love, and our buddy Carson moved out a couple months later. <laughs> we, we, yeah, he was, like, he was the most stable out of all of us around that time. He was like, you guys need to get your shit together, man. I don't even think Jesus has a job. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus couldn't afford to eat. <laughs> oh my god! I, that. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Can I uh, suck your dick for a French fry, please?" <laughs> I you guys gonna dick. finish that burger? <laughs> you gonna finish that apple core right there? Well, and what like what was the main reason that we like you guys took that trip down to Dallas? Was it to find a place, or was it just a hang? It was it was really dang, but it was a reason to find. Also, it was that four year strong concert with uh, the story so far. I don't think that was our main reason to hang out, though. I think it was just like, oh, modern baseball is playing, and with Joyce Manor. No, no, was, no, uh, was that was so the far second time. Strong. I didn't go yeah, the second time. Oh, right, 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 right. You you came into town with your buddy, uh, and we were gonna go see Joyce Manor and modern baseball, and I was the only responsible human being that bought tickets. And everybody was like, oh, there's going to be tickets. And I was like, yeah, man, we're going to see Modern Baseball. It It was sold out or something. Justin Justin fucking blew money on it. Yeah, I spent like $40 on a fucking ticket. And and everybody was like, oh, yeah, we didn't get tickets. And we like showed up at the door and they were like, yeah, we're not selling tickets. And I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, 
all you were like, oh, just stay and see the concert. I was like, oh, I'm not going to sit here alone. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> if anybody wants some really good behind the scenes of our band days, I'm pretty sure it's just at Cantina Fight. Or Cantina underscore Fight. One of the two. Cantina Fight? Oh my god, that was hilarious. I forgot. <laughs> she that. definitely can. can. Tina can fight. Tina can scrap. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a song. A we had an idea for, for Tina. It was going to be a Tina. Oh, man. All right. Th- those are good ideas that are going for the Cantina Fight reunion album. If anyone ever. wants to buy Cantina Fight merch, you can buy one <laughs> extra, extra large size from Jesus for uh, $300. I have two. I have actually. Hold on. I'm going to look right now. I have a drawer. I, I got to find it somewhere, and I, I know where they're at. Dude, the whole we, merch process, like, it was so cool for all of us because that was, like, really our first, like, experience of being, like, in, like, a musical project. And yeah, the cool-ass dude from Texacano Folk Rock Punk showed us how to screen print shirts. That was a really fun day. Oh, that, that logo is so good. I love that logo. It's well, like a fucking Miller Lite logo. We wanted it to look like a Coors Light can, like, with the or C. that, yeah. And, uh... Did we took a trip? Was that in Andrews too, or did we take a whole separate trip to like go pick up all of these blank T-shirts? We went somewhere in Midland. Is that weird guy no. that just like you want to buy these yellow shirts? Was it, it was Odessa? Odessa. Yeah. yeah, that's it right. It was Odessa. Yeah, and we bought all those um, American Outfitter shirts. Good quality, might we Good say? Good quality. Great. No, day. I still wear my I still wear my shirt. That my Texacano. Those are some of the greatest shirts I've owned. They I, they've been they've lasted six years and they're still great. Dude, we had a housewarming party not too long ago, and Carson showed up wearing his Cantina Fight shirt. Like, he has four (laughs) shirts in rotation, and he wears his Cantina Fight shirt frequently. It's a comfy-ass shirt. We love the homies. It's still screen-printed on my guitar case. I'm looking at it right now. It's still on my bass drum. (laughs) I might get that tattooed on, so I'm like, hey, can you tattoo this on me? Or it's just, or it's the Cantina fight? <laughs> Question mark. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Like on my arm, people are always like, "What does that mean?" You don't know. You never will. You'll never get it. But yeah, then we were just running like our own little sweatshop in Justin's uh, shed once we had gotten. Which shout outs? Yeah, shout out to that dude for like making us the whole design on the screen yeah. itself. Gabriel, I still talk to Gabriel once in a while on uh, Facebook. He's still really. Out here. He I got it. Yeah, I got him like on that. Facebook yeah. too. He was doing uh, drive-by shows. During like mm-hmm. like the yeah, midst of heavy always, COVID stuff, you know, he's always had a job and he's always just like playing music, even if it's for like two, three people. Chill guy, man, real fucking salt of the earth dude. That was Texacano totally. folk rock punk, folk Texacano folk rock punk. I think he might have changed the name and done some other shit with different people, but yeah, because I mean, that name's it's, awful. It's it really it's way is. too long. <laughs> hey guys, we're country rock jazz blues fusion with. Freebird Part who, Three, who also opened up for us at Pine Box. I want to say that was sick. That was very humbly. No, it was not the. Yes. Pine, it was Colin Posey. Same, same thing. thing. Same thing. No, it's, I would have rather played at Pine Box, and it was punk rock and dirty instead it's, of a clean <laughs> art show. Place. It's still the place where Uncle Ben died. Like that place was so grimy, <laughs> dude. Peter, oh no! I was it pretty was, fucking drunk. That show. <laughs> Not gonna Dude, yeah, lie. You're, you unbutton your shirt. You look so happy in that picture. <laughs> that, like, one really good picture of us. Plank's in the back. Remember Plank? Where is Plank? Ah, oh, dude. Um, Plank. For our, for our listeners, on. we always had a legit, like, if anyone knows Ed, Ed and Eddie, we had our own Plank in the background of the few shows that we did every show. <laughs> That uh, that Plank came from the rafters in one of the car washes in Midland. What? Really? That was the origin of Plank. Like, uh, I forget who it was that <laughs> climbed up into the rafters and got Plank. Um, but he lived in the bed of many trucks, and now he's living on a uh, a farm in Prosper, Texas. <laughs> Just the wait, life re- that I would wait, want really? for him. Or did, you, or did you guys fucking kill him? No, he, I'm pretty sure he's at Carson's dad's house. Okay, I was like, that, this is like the end of fucking the Grapes of Wrath or whatever, of Mice and Man. One of those two were like, is the farm going to have bunnies? Sure will, Lenny. And he just <laughs> shoots That's of Mice and Men. That's what it is. Are you, uh, you guys ready to move into this song? Oh, absolutely. Do it. So I was trying to think of something that like... Wait, wasn't... wait, wait, wait. No, I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Are you ready now? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready now. Oh, okay, sick. Um... <laughs> So I was trying to think of like not a song that like capsulated like the whole entire timeline for us, but like a song that I definitely remember jamming out to. 
And fellas, today I'm going. It's gonna make me. Yeah, what? It's gonna make it's gonna you make... what? It's come cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna make me die. <laughs> um, Arctic monkeys off a of favorite worst nightmare. I'm going five oh five. Oh boy. could have picked from like our days but i think i was thinking about like the time in between like nothing was happening or it's just oh, like no. driving like like to somewhere like tnt for example and like the song or, was on you know yeah like, those days you know what always reminds me of that fucking foals foals is too oh uh, I mean, yeah like, definitely so i've got some i got some stuff to share about this which uh doing like my research on this i was kind of blown away but there's two producers that worked on the yeah what is it in the back We're, we have some chatter back there some laughing what is it jesus it's not for me, it's for Justin. <laughs> oh, was that Jack? No. Do you want to, do you want to, oh, you're passing notes. Do you want to hand that over? I, I don't, I don't, mm, no, I don't think no, you want to see it. Why don't you bring the note don't, up? Don't, don't, don't show it. Actually, don't, say, don't read no, it. No, you know what, Justin, Justin, why don't you stand up in front of the pod and read the note out loud? What's so funny? It, it, it was, it was a note with a naked clown on it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my read, read the caption read the caption yeah what does the caption say <laughs> i see it's in cursive what does that say i can't read cursive <laughs> it says jet fuel can't melt steel beams <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I'm so glad we're back on this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really did. I just like. I, I'm just happy. I'm and being I never... honest. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never learned cursive. Now everyone, now everyone knows, dude. I I moved between for second me, and third grade, and in one school they learned it in third grade. The other school they learned it in second, and I just never learned it. <laughs> to be fair, it's useless. Like anytime I sign is, anything, totally I just I, I scribble my name. It it looks not like, dude. You could. It's gonna be impossible for someone to steal my identity because my scribbles are always different. Oh, my handwriting is that of a corrupt doctor for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, there's two main producers that worked on this track, and that's James Ford and Mike Crossy. So uh, both of them have worked for Foles, Florence the Machine, Depeche oh. Mode. Uh, Ooh. Aim? I don't know how you pronounce that. H A Heim, yeah. Heim. 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 You gotta think of the Jewish way. Heim and Gorillas. That makes sense because, okay, bringing up Foles, you know, all that sound, that early 2000s sound. God damn, dude, they created that sound. So James Ford not only worked on, uh, like, both of that, like, in all that with them, but I'm just gonna read through a few of that he's done. Uh, James Ford also worked on The Last Shadow Puppets, Peaches, Humbug, uh, the Submarine EP, Suck It and See, Mumford and Sons. Dude, this guy's been all over the place. Dude, fucking Mumford and Sons. Didn't that guy get in trouble for reading like an alt-right book recently? The guy from Mumford and Sons? I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> at all, bro. Yeah, No, for real. Like He read like something like how Antifa's in- infiltrating your grocery store. And he like just posted a picture, good read. <laughs> the grocery store. <laughs> No, yeah, that sounds like something I could read. And then, uh, oh, dude, Antifa's coming to my Cracker Barrel, son of a bitch. <laughs> not my biscuits not and in, gravy. <laughs> not in my fucking town. Not my wet mac and cheese. <laughs> not my biscuits. No, and then oh, and then I you got biscuits and gravy. Then you got Mike Crossy though that did uh, the first and second 1975 album, which. Dude, like oh, the, nice. these producers, the first one's gold. These producers but, were yeah, all over the, the place, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Why this song is so fucking good? Yeah, it's that's a top five like of all time for Arctic Monkeys. I also love every yeah. time that it's used on those memes on Twitter, and it's just someone dancing to when it fucking finally drops. This song fairly often comes on at work, so I I think about all you guys quite frequently. 
Yeah, no, and I mean, like, this song kind of, like, speaks extra heavy to, like, my fellow New Mexicans, like, just with, like, our area code being 505, and every time I'm going back or moving somewhere different, like, this song always just strikes, but, um, I don't know, man, just good shit with this song, great memories every time, that drop is just irreplaceable, um, but no, dude, I definitely remember this song specifically around like the cantina fight days. And I think if I had to live with one song from this band, like this is definitely up there. It'd be either. So, this so what would or... the song be though? What would be the, n- the number one song by Arctic monkeys that you couldn't live without? That's a tough quote. I mean, this one's definitely up there, but I think, uh, riot like cornerstone, riot cornerstone. van, cornerstone, Marty bum, the view, uh, also, view from it. No dude, one talks about so Humbug. Good. Humbug's Crying Lightning, dude. That song gets me fucking Oh, that one's hype. sick, dude. That one's dope. But that's my music pick, guys. Um, that's 505 Arctic Monkeys. Jesus, what's your movie? My movie this week is Pump Up the Volume, starring Christian Slater. <laughs> okay. From 1990. It is a movie about a kid who runs a pirate radio station. He's in high school. And a, it becomes, you know, he does it for fun. And, you know, at night he's Hard Harry. That's his name. And people start listening to him on there, kind of like us. This is a pod movie right here. Um, but during the day, he's a very quiet, mild-mannered kind of dork, you know, kind of like us, you know, or me personally. And eventually he starts talking about how the schools run and how it sucks. He's, like, being vulgar on it. He's like, oh, oh. I'm about to come. And like the guy's like, everyone's like, oh, wow, this guy's a pervert, man. He says he has a cock ring on. What's a cock ring? And eventually people start listening. He's like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? And he starts getting in trouble with people at school. No one knows who he is. There's a hot goth girl that's like, I'm going to find out who this guy is. I bet he's so hot. And she meets him. They have sex. Really cool scene. But, bat, you know, long story short, you can't run a pirate radio station. You get in trouble with the FCC. You ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up? You know that feeling that the whole country is like one inch away from saying, that's it, forget it. And think about it, everything's polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. Speaking of schools, I was uh, walking the Howard Halls the other day and I asked myself, is there life after high school? Because I can't face tomorrow, let alone a whole year of this shit. Yeah, you got it, folks. It's me again with a little attitude for all you out here in white bread land. All you nice people living in the middle of America, the beautiful. Let's see, we're on uh, 92 FM tonight, and it feels like a nice, clean little band so far. No one else is using it, and the price is right. (laughs) And yes, folks, you guessed it. Tonight, on this horny, is a 10-pecker to house, so stay tuned because this is a hard Harry reminding you to... Eat your cereal with a fork, and do your homework in the dark. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the wiki right now, and I just see Hard Harry or Happy Harry Hard On, dude. What a nickname! It has a kick-ass soundtrack. Yeah, no, the soundtrack rules, dude. It's like fucking Henry Rollins, Ice T, the Pixies, um, fucking, and his his song that he always comes in. I think you should play this. His its theme song is uh, Everybody Knows by Leonard Cohen. It's fucking awesome. And everybody knows that it's now or never Everybody knows that it's me or you And everybody knows that you live forever I came home one night, my brother bought it and was watching it And I watched that this movie about like three times in one weekend Seth Green's in it, a very young Seth Green, I saw him in it He has long red hair it's fucking crazy i forgot all about that guy so yeah crazy. everyone did i i bet he did himself honestly <laughs> but it, they, all he's they known to get for jo- now is action figures dude yeah i mean at least he's getting paid for that i wish i could get fucking you know i wouldn't say anything he's getting paid for it well i know he was doing uh, the robot chicken thing is that still happening by the that's way what we're talking about yes it's still happening it's still going dude how long has that been on now uh, since oh. I was like in middle, since we were in middle school, I remember just like, hey, look, dude, it's Daffy Duck getting his dick sucked. Hilarious! I think oh, look, a violent Mario. The the sixth, uh, my sixth grade year, which had to have been would have been two thousand and six. Two thousand six, yeah. That year, my friend got the first season of Robot Chicken on DVD, and we just watched that all fucking 
that was a that was a dangerous era to like be up too late on comedy or on Cartoon Network and just see like the vi- like it'd be that uh, Super Jail and I was like holy shit what's going on on this oh, stuff Super Jail is insane I love Super Jail the other day I got way too high at an edible and I watched it and I started freaking out a bit actually <laughs> I'm reading I'm reading more on, very quickly I'm reading more on this movie he uses a harmonizer to disguise his voice yeah so no one knows who he is even though it still sounds like whoa who's the guy that sounds like Christian Slater I can't be him <laughs> no it's fucking awesome and they're, they're, everyone's trying to find it and at the very end like the entire school's like yeah this school sucks the, you know they don't care about us here <laughs> and he's just come on everyone talk hard it's fucking it sounds corny but if you watch it it's really fucking good like it's aged extremely well the soundtrack's aged really well and also what we talked about before the music's done by cliff martinez that guy did the sound he used to be a, a drummer for red hot chili peppers and captain beefart but he did the soundtracks to what's fucking influenced everything now uh drive he did the soundtrack to that, a bunch of synths. He's really good with synths, but that's the reason why everyone's using fucking neon 80 sounds now and shit. Or that's why, in my opinion, he brought that back. You would like it. It's really good, man. I like it a lot. It's fucking awesome. Uh, you know, I came home, I was watching, I was like, well, he's just like me. And then I was like, oh, wow, he really is just like me. So is the soundtrack all synthy? Like, No, the soundtrack for this one, it's a 90s <clears throat> movie, but he curated, like, it sounds very 90s, but, like, the actual songs he picks for it are really good songs. Like, fucking, uh, I'm looking at it right now again. Uh, Descendants, Sonic Youth, Richard Hell, Pixies. Like, the Wave of Mutilation song that's used in, like, a million song movies now. It was used on mid-90s. He uses a, a deep cut or a B-side of it, but he used it first on this. Uh, the guy's a good curator, man. He it, knows what he's doing. It was that 90s golden era where he just used really popular dope songs for the scoring. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, none of these songs are typically popular, like, I would say, like, on the radio. Uh, Concrete Blonde, I never heard of before. No. I'm sure someone's going to be like, what the fuck? You don't know this? But, no. Yeah. It, there's a really there's a really kick-ass scene at the end where, like, all the teens are like, let's go listen to our radios and listen to Hard Harry. And they're, like, at a <laughs> baseball field and kick out the jams by uh, fucking, what the fuck's that band's name? Fucking MC5, where it, it, it's a live, or it's kick. You've heard that song, haven't you? Kick out the jams, motherfucker! It's a song got my my fucking pecorino hard. I was <laughs> love the movie, man. You will love it. I don't think I've heard it. That sounds Everyone very interesting. I will. I, I am always interested in movies that give me erections, especially. I try yeah. to watch one every day. Yeah, if you're talking songs about songs to get me hard, the pecorino, suck my prickadillo. <laughs> Is that a pepper? <laughs> No, but the juice is really good in a Bloody Mary. Oh, definitely. Dude, I haven't had a Bloody Mary in so long. The last Bloody Mary I had was that biscuits and gravy burger that I told you about on one episode. <laughs> I was going to come up with a really do- dirty joke, like, oh, I remember my last Bloody have, Mary. Oh, no, don't, please. Oh, God. No. Why not? Ha- have you guys ever been to Pluckers, that restaurant yep. in DFW? Yeah. No, but I've heard about it. So if you order a Bloody Mary from there, they put a cold fried pickle in it, um, celery, and a cold chicken wing in it as well. Wait, a chicken wing? And I'd eat it. it. Do you you eat it? Is it good? No. It's a cold chicken wing. I'd eat it. Yeah, you're going (laughs) to... I mean, it's already cooked, but it's like a, a fucking buffalo chicken wing that, like, all the flavor has come off into the Bloody Mary, which I mean, Buffalo and is it Bloody good? Mary is it actually a, is it doesn't a good sound Bloody bad. Mary? The Did Bloody Mary it? itself is not bad. It's just the toppings are very odd. I mean, that's Texas. Like, yeah, let's just throw uh, this kitchen table into it while we're at it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to our side podcast, podcast within the podcast, Bloody Mary Boys, where we talk about our favorite Bloody Marys and what we expect from a Bloody Mary. Jesus, what's your favorite kind of Bloody Mary? Milk steak. I'm not. I say, always kill you, Justin. <laughs> no, for real. My favorite Bloody Mary. It's simple. I, I just, I, I don't have one. I really don't. Honestly, I'm, I'm a little passive. But I like making them for people at work. I fucking used Tabasco, some Worcestershire sauce, or however you pronounce that shit. I just want them White spicy. People. That's my favorite. 
Yeah, that's usually it. Like, someone's like, can you make it spicy? And I'm just like, all right. And I'm just, like, fucking, like, using half a bottle of Tabasco in it. I'm like, dude, I feel bad for your asshole. Bloody Mary's like uh-huh. an Tabasco. Remember when you used to be a Lasco? Oh. You gotta change it up, man. Use uh, Cholula's Chipotle hot sauce. I am a Cholula guy over Tabasco. Yes, definitely. I forgot how much of a hot sauce guy you are, Justin. You always had, like, Tapatio or some shit in your fucking toolbox. Yes. Some, something about that wooden cap that just makes it extra special. Oh, that's yeah. how I know it's homemade. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I know someone's abuelita cooked that up right in the kitchen. Yeah, my mama <laughs> made that. It's good. That's yes, why not? Vale verga. I think that concludes Pump Up the Volume and Bloody Mary, boys. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin, you're the wild card for today. Are you hitting us with a song or movie? I have chosen a film. A film? I, uh... I want to take you guys back to the year 2015. Oh boy! While we were sitting in my living room, oh boy, watching this beautiful film about is what I think it is big band jazz music. <laughs> oh, dude, I just boy, watched this it's last happening. week. It's finally <laughs> happening. I didn't want to disappoint you. I was thinking about talking about Fast and Furious, and I was like, Nah, we're gonna talk about oh. Whiplash. Dude, I just rewatched that last Sunday before I got completely hammered, and that sent me in like a weird spot. So, I just love how this movie—it's—it's it's a drumming movie, it's a jazz movie, um, it's—it's it's a coming of age movie, uh, really. But the underlying tone is that this this guy wants to be the greatest at something, and he is dedicating himself to it really pushing himself and throughout the movie just the the progression of the character of my miles teller how he starts out as a first year um percussion student at a jazz observatory in new york city and he claws his way into the top studio band and then he is constantly competing and competing to stay in that first chair spot. Little piece of shit whose mommy left daddy when she figured out he wasn't Eugene O'Neill and who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a fucking nine-year-old girl. So for the final father fucking time, say it louder! I'm upset! Carl. Start practicing harder, Neiman. Whiplash. Bar 125, big boy tempo. Justin, as a drummer, does this hold a little bit more to you than us? I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I really enjoy the drumming in it, but also I'm a shit ass drummer, so. We were all shit ass at everything we did for our band, but we were all shit ass. No, no one was like, dude, you're not shit ass. <laughs> like, we're, we're like, no, we all sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's true. No, I think. I mean, I think I love it, that movie because it just starts off like immediately with him drumming, and it never lets up relentlessly. Like he's yeah. just practicing, and then homie sees him and just like forgot my jacket. Guess you suck balls. I mean, he's it's like damn. It, it's just an incredible underdog story. First off, I mean, mm-hmm. like I think want like. Of course, like the final scene really sticks with me the like the most. But I think next to that is whenever he's practicing that certain part, and his hand is just bleeding, doing like yeah, those, tri- those triplets so or whatever. So fucking intense. He's he's got blisters on his hands just from got fucking blisters on my fingers. A, be- a beautiful, beautiful shot of him. Like I think, like just like cinema gold is like putting like his bloody hands like oh. in the ice water mm-hmm. too Dude, no the cinematography yeah. is gorgeous because when i rewatched that again last week they had the short the original short film on it and it has a dude from fucking uh scott program young neil is miles teller's character and miles teller is so much better no disrespect mm-hmm. to young neil but well it's miles Ma- teller is also a drummer that too that's what made it better um, and also, you know, shout out, he got in a car accident again in that movie, like he did in real life. That's why he has all those scars. Yeah. And I think it was, uh, like, even with J.K. Simmons, like, that part where he tackles him on stage after he, like, he really fucks him over, like, he actually, I think, like, broke or fractured one of J.K.'s, like, uh, fucking ribs. No, he was intense yeah. in that. He played a good, like, kind of, like, beta who becomes alpha in that, and, mm-hmm. like, man, Which because... they they show that it... If you watch the last scene, they show him actually going from the beta to the alpha at the end because 
it starts out the the he last scene starts out, yeah and then throughout like, that last scene I know you he's like no me. fuck you I know you. you got me fired yeah yeah no, th- that's a good point that's what there's a lot of like underlying tones that uh I don't know it's just really nice also, his insults in that are so fucking good. Uh, oh, Connolly, yeah. that's not your boyfriend's dick. Do not come early. <laughs> what are you looking down on the ground? There's no Mars bar there, fatty. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. For the record, you weren't out of tune. He was. But that's just as but, bad. But he, just as but, bad. He, he didn't know. but he didn't know, and that's just as bad. Mm. We don't need that. Hey, the squeaker's on, everybody. Did you ever Isn't watch the... Uh, so, like, when I was getting, like, my bearings, like, with acting in Santa Fe, did you ever watch the scene recreation that I did for Whiplash? Were you J.K. Simmons? No, I was Miles. <laughs> no, I'd never... You no, shaved your that. head. You had a bald cap on. <laughs> you just looked like handsome Professor X. No, it was the part, It was the part like, after, like, whenever he goes to, um... I, I can't remember his, uh, his character's name, but J.K. Simmons, like, when he... Or Fletcher. When Fletcher. When, Fletcher. when Fletcher's, yeah. uh, playing piano at the jazz bar... Like, and then they have that conversation. It's like, oh, they talk about the Nora Jones Starbucks albums and shit like that. And he's like, you know, I tried. I did my job. And he's not wrong. That was like my first like student project that I did. And I was so stoked that it was on that scene because I was crazy about it. But dude, what a fucking pick. I I never saw that reel. I want to see this reel. I can send it to you. I still have it. Yeah, that's I never saw this either. Yeah, I'll send it to you guys. Why don't you tell us about the stuff you do, Caleb? (laughs) I'm (laughs) I live in secrecy. <laughs> Why don't you send postcards? You never mother, call. <laughs> you your never mother call. and me you are never really call. disappointed. This is the ju- All right, guys, let's imitate Justin's parents, the podcast. <laughs> Beer is bad, boys. <laughs> Justin's about to be a dad. He's going to be Roy, Roy Jr. Damn it, boys. Beer is bad. I like that you make your dad sound more like Hink or Hank Hill. <laughs> I <know. in> your <laughs> because I don't, I don't hear what my dad sounds like. I know he's a fucking hillbilly, but Jesus. No, like even when I told you he just makes the croaking sound, you're like, he does that, and it's like, oh yeah. Sometimes he'll hey, just dad. he'll just walk around moaning like a ghost, or it's like, <laughs> <laughs> hey dad, I'm expecting a kid. That was the response I told okay. him. I was like, yeah, I'm having a kid. He said, okay, <laughs> cool. You're not a verge. Oh, and your mom's probably like, well, when's it going to be here? We've been waiting forever Actually, for it. <laughs> I think that was about right. <laughs> You're the most un-Yankee of the Yankees, man. That is so wild. I'm not a fucking Yankee. I was born in fucking <laughs> yeah, Texas. Jesus, don't do this to Justin. You know what happens. <laughs> You're bringing back flashbacks, man. I'm going back to Nam. Dude, somewhere right now, Carson's in his car listening to this thing. Fucking Yankee. <laughs> I'm from Texas. I drink bush beer. <laughs> Oh man, dude! Fucking 2015 Whiplash. I mean, we could say we could keep going on. That was and on a good day, it, but just a fucking incredible movie. That was a good back and forth that day. We I, I showed the weirder movie first, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" It was Birdman, <laughs> and then afterwards, like, "All right, Whiplash. That was good. That was a Wasn't fun that day, my man. That birthday? Was that when Catherine Was that when Catherine brought me all the pudding? Yes, yes, yes. It was, dude. Oh, my God. Damn, what a shitty birthday. Hey, let's watch these two art house movies and eat pudding. And do you know who was with Catherine? Uh, The love of your life. Yep, we got that right. (laughs) The old ball and chain. Oh, mama. Old bad here. God, I'm probably dying pretty soon. <laughs> I'm just going to hear this. What the? Like, all right, Justin is never going to be on the pod again for reasons unknown. He's not dead. Oh, man. No, she can't hear us. I'm in my, my secret masturbation dungeon. You're like in a fucking bunker like Joe Rogan. Just like, all right, guys, I got it set up. You're just by yourself. I'm in a rocket ship that's underground. <laughs> oh, dude. Let's move on. Guys, Whiplash 2015. A fucking gold mine. Justin, uh, I definitely wanted to talk to you on the pod about this, but like, how does it actually feel knowing that you have a child on the way? Like being like, are like out of our group of friends that you're the one. Yeah, this guy's gonna I... be a dad first. 
I mean, I always felt like the old person, so I'm still the old person. Yeah, your kid will listen to this one day, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure of it. He's gonna walk around saying, Tunnel Snake's rule. You should just name him Butch Tunnel Snake. <laughs> Bush Tunnel no, Snake. I, I was really pushing for Megatron or Skeletor. Would you but, really uh, walk around with a kid named Skeletor or Megatron? <laughs> no. Like, not trying to be fun. Okay. No, like, legit. What would you actually name, like, your kid, honestly? Like, what, what were, like, the two... What was number two or three that didn't make the cut? Sarah wanted Liam. Um, Absolutely not. I, I did not like Liam. No friend of mine. Um, what about Liam Neeson, though? <laughs> nope. Yeah, but Liam's seen those pictures overused. Of him? nowadays Who, that's, that's how why. many liams do you fucking know really liam uh there's a three in ten chance that a kid will have another kid in their class named liam how'd you google this what the fuck that's a very specific <laughs> like you that's know, this is why that's gotta can't be name sarah <laughs> dude he has yeah. to be the there's only no way one. just there's no way no. justin would know that dude that was nah, sarah dude. for sure dude i just i just go to fucking work and do what i'm told i i was told to we're not naming the, him uh, this okay the fucking uh yes dear the crib the other day so i built the crib <laughs> yesterday <laughs> like it fell apart as soon as like finished <laughs> Justin, we're not, we're not naming the baby Memory Foam. There's no way. <laughs> memory Foam Odin. That sounds like a I cool sound. No, because then it's MF Odin, dude. R.I.P. MF Doom, dude. R.I.P., dude. I know how much of an MF Doom fan you were, Justin. Dude, I was a huge MF Doom I like fan. MF Doom. I didn't say that sarcastically. I knew you did. We, we loved gorillas in MF Doom, amongst other things. I, like I love attack. many things. I do I love, love attack. attack. Oh my god! I, Rhymes I, like dimes from MF Doom, though, dude. I've skated to that a couple days ago, and I felt good. I want to skate to like fucking Bring Me the Horizon or like some other my scene kid bullshit again. Yeah, I like Kale to sim- or I like to skate uh, to like seascapes, you know, white noise, like a like a box fan noise, like a bunch of fucking whale noises. <laughs> while you fucking tray flip over a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what living in Chicago is like. Wait, can, wait, can, like I, homeless guy wait can I tell you guys? Whale step? Wait, can I tell you guys about my weird ass day? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. happened? Why, why did you drink nine Trulies before this? <laughs> I might have been exaggerating with nine. At the beach. At the at the, yeah, and I was telling Jesus before you jumped I'm just on. Imagine it, it was like, like it wasn't like a, a box. Two boxes. It was a. Uh, it wasn't like a warm beach day. It was like a lemony snicket beach. You know, like it was very cold today. It's um, an East Coast beach day. So I like There's a trash all over heroin needles. A buddy that I oh, ha- don't get me started. A buddy that I hadn't. <laughs> a buddy that I hadn't seen heroin. In- Go on. I just said heroin. I was like, <laughs> or, uh, fucking Justin, just like, oh, don't get me started on what heroin. Dude. <laughs> No, East Coast beaches suck because there are heroin needles all over the place. That's why I like that. It's always sunny up so when they go to Jersey Shore. That's hilarious. They're like, it's like, you gotta go to the boardwalk. There's magic on it. It's just two homeless dudes fucking each other. Yeah, New England beaches suck. But continue. New England. You could just say New England sucks and leave it at that. So Yeah, we'll go with that. A buddy that I hadn't seen in 10 years. We used to pole vault with each other in Farmington. Turns out he lived in years. Chicago. And he invited me out to a dive bar last night, and we were there till about two. Dude, I love dive bars. What were you drinking at the dive bar? I was drinking uh, highballs all night. What's a highball? Whiskey soda. Oh, okay. That's what. That's the term for that. That's all I drink. Yeah. Why not just call it a whiskey soda? (laughs) I like highball. Sounds cool. Yes. <laughs> so uh i was gonna leave his place and it was like 35 dollars for an uber like a 25 minute uber from my like his place to mine and he was like dude let's just have another drink and crash here and i was like okay cool so i haven't woke up on a couch in a while so that's how i started my day oh boy damn you met all right hell yeah dude you're so, living the vagabond lifestyle today so so then i get on the so then i get on and like i prepare myself for an hour-long train ride back to my neighborhood and the like first time the electricity on the train dies and you hear like the conductor making an announcement that says passengers on board and right as she said passengers on board you hear a male voice in the back saying what the fuck happened and like everyone loses their shit on the train, dude. It it really brightened my day. So then I totally so I hyped so up. He opens the door, just goes, What the 
fuck did you do, Dolores? No, you just hear it over the- <laughs> What did you do this time? You just hear it over the intercom where it's like, passengers on board, what the fuck happened? So, so I get home and, uh, like, these, like, friends had hit me up because I guess I hyped up bowling so much for, like, our past two episodes that I had forgotten that I made plans to go bowling with them today. <laughs> Fair, yeah. They're like- it happens. It was like three o'clock and they were like, hey, by four o'clock, we're trying to hit the bowling alley. And I was like, oh, my God, I just got home. I have to shower. I have to eat. So I'm speed cooking an egg sandwich, listening to like uh, Adam Devine's <laughs> podcast. And Adam Devine has a podcast. Yeah, it's all the workaholics guys. Really? That's it's, awesome. It's, I love those. It's views. called uh, This is Important. It's hilarious, too. But um, <laughs> I, I cracked an egg open and I got my first two yolks in one egg today. That's never happened to me. Which oh, I wow. heard is, it's like a double rainbow. I heard that was good luck. Uh, so turns out all the bowling reservations were taken today. So we just decided to have drinks uh, on the beach. And I really wanted a frisbee. And we stopped at three different places to find Dude, a frisbee. Came up empty handed. Frisbeeing is the best. That's all I did during quarantine shutdown. Like when the bar I was working at was closed for like half a year. She's like, yeah, you want to come over, have old fashions, and just play frisbee? We bought a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> frisbee so we could have the most of it at night. It was awesome as shit, man. Yeah, then, so, I, then I came back from the beach, and I'm here now. So it's been a very odd day for me. <laughs> were you about so to say, when Justin? You, when you say play frisbee, does that mean you were playing frisbee golf, or you were just throwing a frisbee to each other? We're just throwing frisbee to each other while listening to, like, Bruce Springsteen and having beers in the backyard. It was very relaxed. We'd have a conversation... And it just gave us something to do with our hands besides chain smoking, honestly. Disc golf is actually really sick if you ever get the chance to go. Disc it's a golf ton is of cool. fun. I just had a fucking friend like, yeah, man, I'm going to go work out today. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? I'm going to play disc golf. I'm like, shut oh my god, oh, get out of here, dude. Shut no. up. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he's probably going to hear this and be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Head out. That's you, buddy. <laughs> disc golf to me is like... Wear something comfy and bring beer. No, that's exactly... I'm like, dude, anytime I know someone that, like, people will come in, yeah, I just got done playing golf. I'm like, oh, so you're drunk and sunburnt now. That's, that explains everything. <laughs> how was the hot dog at the clubhouse, huh? How was the chili dog? How, how was the... Uh, how was the pina colada sobe with your chili dog? <laughs> I have a homie that said he's just like, you're not supposed to do this, but I just throw fucking beers and ice packs in my fucking... Uh, whatever the golfers call their duffel bag. <laughs> Whoa, we got a wild guy over here. Watch yeah, out like, for him. Watch out for fucking Mr. Cool over here. Let man. me throw it in my soft, hard pack Yeti cooler over the shoulder. Hey, those are kind of sick, Whoa, actually. Don't I talk up shit about Yeti. Yeah, my stepdad has one, and it's sick. So do I. <laughs> I'm not surprised you have one at all. You need yeah, one. You're I'm training to be a, to dad. Be a dad. Yeah, yeah, you need one. What else are you going to keep ham sandwiches in whenever you go to the park? Dude, well, ham sandwiches dude, go hard, too. Nah, I'm not about ham sandwiches. It's all about turkey. Turkey's a the lot fuck? better than meat. We're a turkey family. Turkey sandwiches do good. I like a good Memory club. foam, Odin. We are a turkey family in this household. <laughs> and that's the straw that broke Memory the camel's back. Odin. <laughs> Memory foam, Odin. I like that. No, Sarah bought a sign. Uh, with his name on it uh, to put on the wall, so uh, we What's can't his name? really Tell change everyone. his name anymore. So, so he knows who he is whenever he comes home. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> wow, well, it's just like me. <laughs> is that me? He lived uh, here too. <laughs> Do I have who's a brother? This, who's this Riley guy that lives in my room? <laughs> When's Riley gonna come in, guys? Am I sharing a bed with him? It's like you know, you know how like a lot of like woke parents will be like, "Well, we want him to figure out his gender or their gender, dude." What if that? What, what if that? What if that was flipped? Just and it give was him like, a dildo and a butt plug to play with and see what he likes. <laughs> no, most. what if it was like, "Well, we haven't given him a name because we want him to figure out his name." <laughs> his name's like Gobble Ghoul Junior. <laughs> Gobble Ghoul. <laughs> Woke up this morning, got myself some gobble His name's Pump Up the Volume. He, he picked it on his own, dude. He loves. He's crazy. Dude, about I don't this know movie. how. Dude, he picked Happy Hard on Harry. Dude, I don't know. You have a bunch Happy of like Odin. DVDs in front of him, and he has to. Okay, whichever DVD this baby picks is going to be his name. Shit, my son is now Point Break Odin. I love my son, Philosopher Stone. <laughs> Now, too fast, too furious. What did I tell you about sharing? (laughs) My my sweet cinema child. 
<laughs> oh my god, Schindler's List, you gotta learn how to share. The boy in the striped pajamas, you get back over here. Oh god. I love that we're keeping it with Holocaust movies. <laughs> Dunkirk just, why, Dun do you, why do you own so many Holocaust movies, Justin? <laughs> Dunkirk, oh, well, Odin, you I get mean, your ass back here right now. I have my questions on the six million. Face it, Hitler did nothing wrong, 2020. <laughs> Dude, you remember when 4chan did that? It was Mountain Dew. It was Mountain Dew, wasn't it? Like, pick our new name. And, like, the number one was Hitler did nothing wrong. And someone did a Mountain Dew logo with it. I remember just being alone, girlfriendless, fucking sophomore year, being like, this is the epitome of life and laughter. Nothing will ever make me laugh this hard. Did it, Until did memory ever... phone, Odin. Did you ever hear of <laughs> Operation Best Korea? No, what no. was that? There was a thing on 4chan when Justin Bieber had just put out Baby. And oh, shit, That's, this they is were, early. They were doing a thing that you voted on where he wanted to go. So Operation Best Korea, they made <laughs> bots to send him to the Best Korea. And it's not South Korea. Oh... <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Just imagine yeah. Justin Bieber in the middle of Pyongyang, North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby. Pyongyang. Kim Jong is like, what the fuck is this? Pyongyang could be a, a good baby name if it's not too late to change either. <laughs> what is this? I'm, I, dude, I guarantee no one else in the class is going to be named Pyongyang. Odin. Pyongyang. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Pyongyang Odin, get your ass over here. <laughs> Some white kid in the back of the class. I don't even know how to I spell mean, Pyongyang. <laughs> I know, it's uh, F, uh, fuck. <laughs> it's spelled memory foam Odin. <laughs> That's an I'm odd spelling a, of Pyongyang. A, <laughs> uh, Carson actually texted me today with a, uh, a bit suggestion for the pod. What is it? Oh, no, let's go for it. Let's do it. I had one, too, and then uh, it's just an excuse to talk about this horny story that I had. I, th I think we could run through this pretty quick without too much thought to it, but I'm going oh, yeah. to read his text verbatim. Uh, Since, like, music is kind of a focus, you should each pick a song that you think best describes yourself and then pick a song that you think describes the other and talk about the differences. I don't know. Maybe you could spin it in a comedic way. Just something to fill in an episode. Oh, okay. Mine's so what's, Bitch what's... Lasagna by PewDiePie. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Pussy Cocaine by Tiger Lud Love or Blood, whatever that band's name. You showed that yeah, to me before, Yeah, whatever they're called, yeah. Didn't I feel like Pussy Cocaine. Dun, 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 dun. What's, that, what's that song that's like, sucking on my titties like you want That's, me. <laughs> that's uh, Sucking on peaches, my titties like uh, you want him be calling fuck me. The pain, it's just Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches. Yeah, also, also, funny that you mentioned Peaches. Mike Crossy, the producer that worked on Favorite Worst Nightmare, also worked with Peaches. Dude, Peaches is the shit. Peaches is the shit. They have a song with uh, Iggy Pop that's really good, too. Well, Iggy Pop's the shit as well. That Iggy guy's Pop. probably done so much fucking cocaine. Dude, he has, and he still has, like, the body of, like, he did when he was, like, fucking 16, dude. The guy is, like, ripped still. It looks if, good. If I were to give you guys songs, and I'm just going very generic here. Jesus, you give me very Margaritaville uh, vibes. <laughs> uh, Justin, you give me uh, Better Off Alone vibes. <laughs> just, just, for the, just for the beat, like, not the context, but... <laughs> the context. <laughs> Okay, I can get I can get down with that. <laughs> I yeah. get behind Margaritaville because the best part of it is the the fucking chorus change at the end where he's like he realizes it's his own damn fault. He's self aware of it at the end. That's a, that's a good song. I, I like love that. Jimmy Buffett. What am I, guys? I would say my number by Foles or Daft. No, yeah, Daft Punk Instant Crush. I'm very honored by all of those. I'd. I... Or um, that one song, She Loves Everybody by Chester and... Chester uh, French? Yeah, yeah, I love that song. So I use protection. It sounds like the best song that you never wrote. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I think I would describe you as You're Beautiful. <laughs> by, um. by James Blunt? <laughs> yes, by James Blunt. You're beautiful. It's okay. It's true. Or or maybe girls. By, by 1975. 
Oh, I was gonna be like by BC Boys. <laughs> girls, <laughs> all we want is girls. And That's all we really want is girls. <laughs> We're like you, like the three of us are like a weird uh, alternate dimension of the Beastie Boys in a way. Except not Jewish. And, and we're not I wish, Jewish. I wish I was Jewish. Me so too. Because I mean, I'd be I so much cooler. I would well, too. And I'd have better financial. Well, I'm already uncircumcised. It yeah. works. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't wait. Have no, they're oh, circumcised. Damn it. Jesus, the listeners can't know. You spoiled it. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, no. Damn, that was, was going to be a Patreon reveal. All right. Is Jesus' oh, dick cut no. or not? <laughs> you spoiled the season finale of While You Die. <laughs> damn. I'm sorry, guys. We got to figure out another way well, to close out the season. Now we have to post a picture of your dick. Well, no, we're not doing this like we did my electrical tape nipple pose. Fuck <laughs> you guys. You guys put was. A, you guys put electrical tape on your nipples. I don't know why we did that. I don't it understand funny. it. No, there was a no. We there's were, a whole we video. Nine. There's a whole video on the Instagram that's and it's Justin saying, if we reach a certain amount of likes and follows, then Jesus will take a sexy picture, which turned no. into a whole scandalous video. <laughs> if you guys want to see this, at Cantina Fight on Instagram. Oh, I did that, not consent to it, but I was like, I'll be a team player for it. Fuck that it. That video <laughs> of me saying that Jesus was going to take a sexy picture was us at Cigar Frogs yeah. having our uh, classy Tuesdays. Yeah, we didn't have, we couldn't drink, so we were like, let's just go to a bar and not drink, but smoke cigars, since we're 18, and we can do that. How stupid did we look? <laughs> What's you wrong with us? You almost fucked that bartender there, I remember that, oh, she liked you, almost you. that blonde did. chick. Oh, I was a big fan of the blonde bar, she but then, I know. and then our buddy Dylan uh, ended up dating her. Did he really? Yeah, for a good while. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, as guest drummer for Cantina Fight. <laughs> Oh, he did so good. That one video we recorded, I felt he's, so embarrassed to, to fucking jam with him. I was like, I suck. He was super yeah, He's so much better than me. Well, he's so much better than all of us. I he love probably him. is hung like a horse, too. I don't know, man. He's short. And bald. Yeah, but I'm tall. Hey, listen, I'm listen, fuck you guys. Also, we get an anonymous <laughs> dick pic. A, a dick pic from unknown is like, oh, re- really, huh? <laughs> Short and bald? <laughs> Dylan, if you're for some reason listening to this podcast, we love you, dude. You're incredibly talented. Start drumming. He's never going to listen to this, ever. No. I think he's just playing no. for his church now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, churches don't allow you to listen to podcasts. Yeah, that, that's true. They have a sign on their door, no podcasting. No I just, podcasts I just, the devil. I just find it hard. Yeah, I'm a Protestant Christian, and I love the Joe Rogan experience. Like, I just find that kind of hard to <laughs> go hand in hand. I'm sure Father, there's some, like... <laughs> Father, for, uh, forgive me for I have sinned. Uh, I listened to the JRE today. Um, I listened to Joey Coco Diaz two times uh, in the past week. I just, uh, I just had and to come town once, and for this and all my sins, I, <laughs> I hope for forgiveness. Well, my boy, you know this is an unforgivable sin. However, that will be fifteen hail marys. Now retreat, Hindu. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> now, you don't even I don't know. know what goes on I don't, I don't, professional. I don't know why it sounds like I'm a haunted figure in a castle. Like, welcome, podcast no. listener. No, it'd be welcome sick, like, to like, the haunted mansion. Oh, <laughs> you found my podcast castle. All you need listener. to do is just like, you need to in- insert like a zipper sound, like welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Justin, do you have anything to plug? Nope. Come on down to Family Toyota of Burleson. I'll fix your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's about what if it, someone man. actually does show up like, hey, are you on that episode I just listened to, dude? Yeah, I'll, I'll fix your car and uh, be an asshole to you. Use That's discount code Chili Dog while you die for a free oil change. <laughs> Ask Please Justin don't about do his, that. Ask him about his real opinions on Fast and Furious. He has some controversial. <laughs> oh ones. yeah, very controversial. <laughs> Jesus, where can we find you? You could find me at Chili Dog Fanatic on Twitter, and underscore or uh, at Panini underscore Life on Instagram. If you guys want to find my music, that's Honeywire. If you guys want to find my Instagram, that's Caleb underscore seventy seven. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, also, quick shout out to all of our Patreons that have jumped on, dude. The support has been absolutely incredible. Please, please, more people join. We have Leanna, Rhiannon, Stephanie, DJ Dot Chaos, and Hazy. Thank you guys so much for the support of the show. Dude, it makes us want to keep doing this. We, we appreciate you guys.
Uh, Justin, Jesus, I love you, boys. We love you, too. I love you, three. <laughs> oh, mystery. <laughs> Once again, this is 505 by Arctic Monkeys. <laughs>